guys, welcome back to the Retort Podcast. I hope you've been having a wonderful week. Uh, it's been a long week. I feel like I've <laughs> I was just telling Jordan. I feel like I've said that every single episode, like the past three episodes. It's been a, it's been rough out here, but we're we keep on keeping on. How are you? How are you doing, Jordan? Oh, pretty good. Same thing. Same thing. Long week. Long week. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. Homework. We're at that point in the semester where all my motivation just goes right down the toilet. So it just takes a lot for me to get my work done. I'm also having a bunch of trouble with this one professor. And I don't think it's, she's not doing it on purpose. I think she just doesn't really realize how to run D2L. Mm-hmm. And my grades are suffering because of it. Yep. And I keep, I well, first I emailed her like three times with the email that she provided on the syllabus. Mm-hmm. And she never answered me. So mm-hmm. I had to go to the chair. And the chair got her to answer me. She put the wrong email on the syllabus Ooh. for one <laughs> I was like girl how is anybody even emailing you right now like how are you getting any emails if you're putting the wrong the wrong one like, I don't get it but I have a paper due on Sunday I'm gonna be honest haven't even started it uh <laughs> I have I don't even know how long it is I haven't looked at any of the requirements or anything I've I had something due Saturday, and I had a quiz today, and the quiz was with that same professor, mm. and none of the uh, questions made any sense, so it was like just a bunch of words. I, I, oh, my gosh. And I can't see, since the quiz isn't due till Saturday, I think, yep. I can't see my the answers I got wrong. I got an 80 on it, oh. and it was open book, so I was like, okay. The only reason I got the questions wrong is because I literally couldn't read them. Like, you know how sometimes, like, you see a sentence and your brain, like, just gives up halfway through reading it because it doesn't make any sense? Oh, yeah. That's how, like, 15 out of the 30 questions were. (laughs) Just made no sense. So I was like, okay, well, this is my best educated guess. Like, literally, that's not even in the book at all or my notes. So, YOLO, I guess. And I got an 80. And So it was a multiple choice? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not even Google could help me out, honestly. (laughs) And don't pretend you guys don't use Google. I know you all do. (laughs) It was open book, open note. Yeah, that makes sense. Online. So that's what's going on in my life right now. Um, We went to Red Lodge. Uh, We had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, We went on a hike, but it was too cold. It's like snowing up in Red Lodge. Isn't that crazy? It's only an hour away and such drastic temperature changes. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even bring a coat. <laughs> and it was, like, blizzarding on Saturday night. I was like, good. Thank you. Happy for that one. So we just stayed inside, and we watched a lot of movies, and it was a really good, relaxing weekend. And I needed it after last week because, boy, oh, boy. I was <laughs> I went back through, and I was editing the podcast that went up on Monday, yep. our last one. Oh, yeah. And, I'm like, my voice, I just sound so dead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, guys. Welcome back to the Retort Podcast. (laughs) Just not in it at all. And I, yeah. I'm doing better this week. Mm -hmm. So this should be a good episode. I'm excited for this episode. It should be fun. We're just doing um, some Reddit-themed things this week. And it should be pretty good. Yeah. All right. So I found uh, so interesting news. So this morning while... When I, so I woke up pretty early, like unexpectedly, even though I was I was set for like six hours, and and uh, and of course I went to go to the bathroom. I looked on Facebook, of course, because like what do you do when you're using the bathroom? But anyways, 
Anyway, so I looked on Facebook and all of a sudden I see this news article about Grambling State about Grambling State head volleyball coach ended up cutting all the, all, all her volleyball players. Who? Uh, Grambling State University. Why? And here's the news. So so in the, so it's in, in this news article, Grambling State volleyball Grand, yeah, Grambling State University volleyball volleyball program is un, it's is undergoing a an overhaul that has the the entire team in limbo. It all started with a with a message board message posted Monday Monday by the Twitter account Grambling State Volleyball Fans which reported that the head coach Chelsea Lucas quote unquote cuts cuts the entire volleyball team in her first season as as coach. The tweet also alleged alleged that Lucas didn't did so to recruit players from Arkansas Pine Bluff. In her first year. <laughs> yep, and like she just barely got the job like about she did, oh my, ago. And she just I, they must have done something bad. I don't know. You don't know what they did? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still reading, still reading and this is still developing developing as well. Oh, gotcha. As new volleyball coach as a new volleyball coach cuts the entire volleyball team, Mighty. She's a grambling alum alumni as the tweet read. Which which ha- it has never been okay for a grand fam to cut grand fam prioritize current UAB players. As of Monday Monday night, the roster found on school's website did not list any players. Only an error message appeared instead. And now she did go back and look up look up the red roster of Grambling State University, see if like this is actually true. And I did did look through it, and of course I looked at the roster. It still shows that four four error. It's just gonna be real. No roster at all. Yeah, basically. And GSU athletic com- athletic communications director Brian Howard says athletic program leaders knew Coach Lucas would be making some changes to the roster, but he did not know how. He said to him, the move was not previously discussed, which is okay because changes like this are at the coach's discretion. According to the players, the coach called individual meetings with each player on Monday and told them told them them that their scholarships would not be renewed. The decision is her her decision to make, and she got some quality players coming in on board. I think 14 or 15 are coming on board at some point. So, in terms of things, I hate to say out out with the old, but with the new, new a little bit. Howard says, obviously we we don't want them to be cut or lose their scholarships or whatever that might be or whatever that might look at end of the day. Coach Lucas has a goal, has a vision, and we have a goal as an institution and a vision to win. That's the first and foremost. Howard says the athletic leaders with the university, with the players whose scholarships were not renewed, future successes. GSU athletic director Dr. Tavon Scott also issued a statement this week. It reads, "Just as the transfer portal empowers student athletes, our coaches are also empowered to make the decision they deem necessary to advance their programs." Destiny Johnson, a sophomore defensive specialist, described on social on Twitter as "quote unquote sick to my stomach." Overdue news that the roster has undergone a drum, a drum drastic change. All the time and en- all the time, energy and dedication I put into the volleyball program here at Grambling State has been over has been thrown right out my face. Johnson said. Mhm. I can't imagine you sit and you work on this team. Imagine all the seniors, like yeah. just got cut. Like, oh yeah. Bye bye. Out with the old and with the new. What? You don't say that about people. Out with the old and with the new. I guess you do, but not like your team mm-hmm. that have been hand selected throughout the country, you know, and around the world even. Like we have international kids who play sports in Billings. Like that's just that's ridiculous. Oh yeah. 
And this is like came came surprisingly too, honestly. Like the volleyball girls just woke up and checked their emails and found out they're not on the volleyball team anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out they just got like test mission back. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, like imagine like you go you wake up in the morning, get ready to go work out, and your boss texts you back, Oh yeah, by the way, you just lost your job. Yeah. And boom, that's it. Yeah, you're done. It's the same thing. Being an athlete is like being a having a job. You know, like yep. you're dedicating in ways it's even more important than being a job because you're dedicating yourself to that program, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you can attest this more than I can, but just through high school sports, like you choose to be there. You choose to put your time there to get better, to grow with your team. And if your coach is just like, okay, bye. See you later or not. TTYL. Eh. Oh yeah. basically. (laughs) That's really messed up. And Johnson said, my entire team has been raw raw for our last years to play the sport. We love by a woman who, who has come in and dis- disrespected and belittled us since day one. I'm so upset that AD has made no effort to look further into this. Granby State University, especially the athletic department, should be truly ashamed. We deserve much better. Maurice Harris, a junior at Grambling, says, says she has played for the team for three years as a, as a DS Libro. Libro Harris says on Monday, every team member received a message from the coaching staff about individual meetings. At those meetings, each player has was advised that their scholarships would not be renewed based on the players' performances at three practices held this semester. Harris says that, that the decision has left many of her teammates scrambling to find another program to transfer late in the offseason. She said that, that we weren't able to practice much, which we, we weren't, and, sh- and she said, Based off of that, she was not able to renew my scholarship, so I did not get any time to show off what I could do. When I was in there, and she told me, my heart completely broke. Of course, and I, I didn't cry there, but when I did, I left. It just hurts really bad. The fact that it was natural waste so fast, Harris said. In a statement provided by, provided by HBCU Sports late Monday, after director Trayvon Scott supported the decision to off, to alter the roster, just. To alter the roster. Yeah, <laughs> I love how that's how they word it. Like, we're going to alter the roster. No, you're not. You're completely <laughs> getting rid of the entire roster. You're not altering it. Yeah. I guess you are, but you're throwing the whole thing away. Oh, yeah. And, quote, unquote, just, just as the transfer portal, portal empowers student-athletes, our coaches are also empowered to make this decision they deem necessary to advance their programs, quote, unquote. Scott says, Lucas, a former Grambling volleyball player, was hired in February after three years stint in Arkansas Pine Bluff while at UAP. Lucas teams compiled a 37-44 and overall record with a 27-17 and mark in the SWAC, including 13 injury in, in 2021. She also previously coached at Alcorn State. She did not immediately respond to the request for comment when contacted by HBCU Sports. The Tigers finished this past season with 11-17 and and an eight, eight and eight in the SWAT under the head coach Demetria Keys Johnson, who stepped down late, down in last December. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand cutting like a couple players, but entire roster, the whole team. Like, you really don't like them that much. Like, they have no talent. Like, and that sounds like this. How did they get there? <laughs> exactly. How did they get there if they have no talent? No, I don't know. Oh well, that sucks. So, Jordan, yep. have you heard of Emily Pennington? Um, I don't think so. So, she is a junior at Billings West High School mm-hmm. right now. She has Down syndrome. Oh. And the school district was trying not to allow her to graduate because she turns 19 in July. 
So she would have been 19 throughout her senior year. She would have graduated at the age of 19. Yeah. Which is just ridiculous because mm-hmm. there's no – there's actually policies in place that allow kids to graduate 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. I graduated with a kid who was 19. He turned 20, like, a week after we graduated. Yeah. Like, that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But um, – that's more local news, honestly. It's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billings School District 2 plans to... Ho- okay, the board advances plan to extend education for all 19-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So um, they're saying that uh, there's nothing to do with her disability. Like, all students will be able to graduate, which I cannot just imagine. I can't imagine why they would choose to do that in the first place. They, they Their school district 2 still didn't give any real reason as to why they were making this so hard for Emily and her family. Mm -hmm. They said they didn't want to set a precedent. Hmm. That was their reason. It's like a precedent that what Mm -hmm. Emily, when she was a baby, she underwent underwent. Is that how you say that? She had to undergo, um, multiple surgeries, Mm -hmm. uh, for the life of me. I can't remember what they were, but they were pretty intense surgeries Mm -hmm. right when she was a baby and when she was a toddler and stuff. And that's why, Along with Down syndrome, that's why she was late to enroll in school. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, we should make exceptions for kids like that. Don't we want kids to succeed? Don't we want kids to graduate? She's a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely gorgeous. Um, she uh, is very involved in the community at her school. Why wouldn't they let her graduate? Because they would send a pre- set a precedent. Yep. A precedent meaning what? A precedent meaning... Kids with disabilities aren't allowed to graduate from this school? Is that the precedent they're trying to set? Trying to, like, it doesn't make any sense. So, yes, the the head of school district 2 said that they didn't want to do it because they didn't want to set a precedent. Mm -hmm. A precedent for what? Who knows? Maybe they're trying to not allow kids to graduate late because they don't want people taking advantage of it, maybe? Possibly. I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I really... I'm I'm definitely team Emily, but, um, maybe they, cause I know in my hometown, people would hold their kids back an extra year to make them better at sports. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that that's pretty common over other places too. It's, it's very common in small town, Montana and where I'm from, I was born in Michigan actually. Mm-hmm. So where I'm from, we don't do that. <laughs> we put, we get you in there as soon as possible. So I actually graduated when I was 17. I was very young mm-hmm. and, uh, I was actually at a disadvantage compared to my classmates because they were all had a year on me, you know, a yep. year of development, a year of growth. Mm-hmm. They all got their driver's licenses before me. They all got their hunter's licenses before me. They all could get jobs before I could get a job legally. So, yeah, that kind of sucked. <clears throat> but I don't understand why they wouldn't – why would they make a fuss about this? You know, like, obviously she has the reason. It's because she had all these medical issues when she was a baby. That's why she's late. Like, I don't understand. She's not trying to take advantage of it. It's not like they were like, we're going to keep her so she graduates when she's 19, so she's better at cheerleading. Yeah. Like, that's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> uh, I thought this was really cool because Billings West High School students actually walked out of school um, to protest and to stand with Emily. Mm-hmm. What day was it? Tuesday. The walkout happened just in time for a Tuesday night special special board meeting where one board member where the board members are expected to decide whether Pennington will be able to graduate with their class. Nearly 250 students walked out at 9:15 a.m. chanting "Let her stay" in support of their fellow classmate. 
which is just so cool. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful moment, I think, that these kids, we can learn a lot from these kids. I think so. Okay, so Superintendent Greg Upham has also argued that the state hasn't allocated enough money for the dozens of students who would qualify, leaving Emily in limbo. So they're saying it's a money issue, too. They said they did say that in the videos I watched. They said it was a money issue and that they don't want to set a precedent, which, again, I graduated with a kid who was 19. Turned, he was 19. He turned 19 our junior year, at the very end of our junior year. Oh. And then because when you graduate, you graduate like a week early and school for everybody else continues for finals, you know? Yeah. Or at least that's how it was in my school. Mm. He like turned 20 like a week after we graduated. Like that's ridiculous. Like obviously if tiny little town in the middle of nowhere, Montana has enough money to let this kid graduate, obviously like school district two has enough money to let one kid graduate. Yep. You know, it it was, it's very ridiculous. I just thought it was so cool that, uh these kids walked out of class in solidarity for Emily. Um, So Billings School Board has taken the next steps to extend education for all 19-year-olds, as I said. Um, Emily is one step closer to graduating with her class. But she just, she shouldn't have to go through this. It should not be that big of an issue. It's 2022, people. Like, come on now. Get with the system. I don't think, I don't know why, I don't understand why they're making such a big stink about this. And at this point, if it's such a big money issue to let one kid graduate when she's 19, I'm sure the community, like, I would pay to let help her graduate. I would do, like, donate to a GoFundMe. I'm sure the community could help out, you know? Oh, yeah. To see this girl graduate and to send her somewhere else for her senior year when she's completed all four years of high school, all three previous years at West. Her friends are at West. Her cheerleading program's at West. Mm -hmm. Her coaches, her teachers, everything that she knows is at West. I would hate if it was me and I'd have to move to a different school to just to graduate. Like, that's just bonkers. I think it's a failure in humanity. And it makes me wonder why. Like, what agendas do they have that they're not telling us about? Because it doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like that's not a good enough reason not to let her graduate. Mm -hmm. To get the whole community on you. Literally, all of Billings is in uproar about this. That's why, that's part of the reason why we're seeing so much movement with this is because the community is pissed off as they should be like this is ridiculous we talked about it in class and i left just so angry (laughs) i could not handle it but yes our hearts go out to emily and her family um if you want to come on the retort podcast hit me up (laughs) our facebook page is at the retort let me know and now it's time for stories with jordan so for for this story, have you ever heard heard about this meme about how uh, there's this there's this Persian Persian prince, this Persian about the legendary princess of of Qahar that that, that allegedly had, had who was very who was so pretty enough that that she, that when guys were ask asked asked to be with her, she said no to him, and and after out of those thirteen guys, they all committed suicide just for I being rejected by her. I have not, but. Huh. Um, sounds like my dating history. <laughs> Just kidding. Ooh. Jokes, 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 jokes. Enlighten me. All right. So with this story, and check your phone. Check my phone. Yep. Oh, he just sent me a uh, the meme. Yep. 
She's not even cute. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she looks like Adam Sandler in a wig. I mean, uh, that's not very feminist of me to say. I apologize. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. I don't get it. <laughs> yep. 13 young men killed themselves because she rejected them. She looks like Gru from Despicable Me. Yep. Okay, I'm done. I'm done being mean. Everybody's beautiful in their own right. Yep. So, so this story basically goes goes behind the scenes about that legend about the legendary meme. And so here's here's just here's this week episode this week's story. The real Persian royalties behind the viral viral princess Kohar memes. The legendary princess Kohar is actually a, a con- conflation of two 19th century Persian royals, Fat Fatmeth Khanum. Uh, and You're Sorry for my pronunciation. You're a bigger person than me trying to pronounce those. I feel like if I tried to read those, my brain would have a stroke and I'd just simply pass away. Yeah, and sorry for the mispronunciation. And they say that a picture is worth more than a thousand words. In the age of the internet, it sometimes takes a few more to get the truth of the matter. Through images of Princess Kohar have gone viral in the last couple of years, the true story of this mis- of this mustache princess is is complex. Social media posts have claimed claimed that she was th- that she was for for her time the embodiment imp- of beauty. Some posts have gone as far as to say that thirteen that quote unquote thirteen men have killed themselves because they they spurned their advances, but through claims claims like this brush against the truth. They don't tell the whole story. This is the true story behind the viral means of Princess of Princess Kohar. For the past couple of years, several photos of Princess Kohar have, have circulated on the internet. These posts have, which have thousands of likes and shares, often follow with the same na- same basic narrative. The meme first re- first was posted on October 28, 2017, by Sarcasm, which which with over 100,000 likes declares. "Quote unquote, Princess Kohar, she's she's a simple beauty in in per- Persia, parentheses Ar- Iran. Thirteen young men killed themselves because she she rejected them." Another post with almost almost ten thousand likes from t- from twenty twenty offers a similar story. Princess Kohar was considered the ultimate symbol of beauty in Persian time in the early nineteen hundreds. So much, in fact, that a total of thirteen young men killed themselves because she rejected their love. But the truth behind these po- posts is much more complex than that than meets the eye. For starters, these images feature no two feature two different Persian princesses, not one. While Princess while Princess Kohar never e- existed, both women were princesses during the Persian Kohar dynasty, which lasted from 1789 to 1925. And in, t- in a taken taken of quote unquote junk history written by by. Link Lincoln Pink University PhD candidate Victoria Van Orden Martinez. Martinez explains how this viral post has gotten many facts wrong. These fo- the these photos seem to feature two half sisters, not one singular woman. Martinez explains that the, that these posts depicted Princess Fatma Kahanum, yeah, Fatma born in born in 1855, and Princess Sahar Kahanum. Born in 1884, both were 19th century princesses, the daughters of Nazar Adish Kohar. The Saha had developed 
developed an obsession with photography at, at an early age, which is why so many photos of the Sixers existed. He enjoyed taking pictures of his of his harem as well as his cat, ba Babri Khan. However, both were married very young and probably never met any men who weren't relatives until after their marriage. Therefore, it is unlikely that they ever attracted or spurned 13 suitors. In any case, both women lived lived lives far more far more rich and exciting than than the viral post suggests. It just goes to show you that you can't believe everything you see on the internet. Exactly. The second daughter of Nazar al Adi Sakwahar is Esma al Dilwa Dawla married when she was almost eleven eleven years old. Throughout her life she learned learned piano and embroidery from the French tutor and and hosted the wives of European diplomats who came to see her father, the Shahar, her younger half sister, Ta Ta Al Sa Satane, was was her father's twelfth daughter. She could have have gone lost in the shuffle, but Ta Ta Al Sa Sanahe na made a name for herself as a feminist, nationalist, and a talented writer. Married when she was she was ten years old, Ta Al Sanahe went on to divorce two husbands and pen and and pen her memoirs, crowning Angus memoirs of the Persian princesses from the Harlem to modernity. Alas, she wrote, Persian women have, have been set aside for mankind in, in places together with cattle and beasts. They lived their own entire lives from desperation in prison, crushed under the weight of the bitter ideas. At another point, she wrote, when the day comes, comes that I see my sex immaculated and my country on the path to progress, I will sacrifice myself in the battlefield of liberty and freely she shed my blood under the feet of the freedom-loving cohorts, seeking their rights. Both both women live remarkable lives, lives much more significant than any single post on social media. The viral post about Princess Kohar did not get one thing right about the Persian woman and beauty in the 19th century. In many posts describing Princess Kohar and Emphasis is placed on the downery hair on her upper lip. In fact, mustaches on women were considered beautiful in the 19th century Persian. Thank N God. I should go there. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta trim mine up every now and then, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Just let it grow out. Yeah. Not. Maybe I will. Maybe I will, Jordan. You know, she, she's kind of empowered me, honestly. I mean, possibilities are endless. You get some mascara. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. not? You get the job done. Yep. Not, not the 20th century has the same... Uh, not not uh, not in the 20th century as some of the posts suggested. Harvard historian Afansne Najmabadi wrote an entire book on women with mustaches and men without beards, gender and sexual anxieties of Iranian modernity. In her book, Najmabadi describes how men and women in the 19th century Persian ascribed the beauty ascripted to Pacific beauty signs. Women prized their thick eyebrows and hair above their lips and to such to sense that sometimes they painted them with mascara. Um, young young men without beards and nakat adolescents with their first patches of facial hair and body that Persians saw, uh, saw as beautiful. Likewise, beardless men with, del with delicate features were also lovely. These beauty standards Najmat body explained started to stated to change as Persians, Persians began to travel more and more to Europe. Then they began to confirm 
confirm to European beauty standards and leave their own behind. The viral post about Princess Gohar aren't wrong exactly. The beauty standards of, of in Persia were different than today, and the women depicted in those posts embodied them. These beauty standards, Najma's body explained, started to change as Persians began to travel more and more into Europe. Then they began to com conform to European beauty standards and leave their own behind. The viral posts about Princess Gohar are wrong exactly. The beauty standards in Persia were different today, but the women depicted in these posts embodied them, but they, but they do oversimplify the truth and dramatization the fiction. There was no Princess Gohar, but Princess Fatmekhanum Esma al-Dole and Princess Zahar Khanum Ta'ala-Satene and and there were no 13 suitors. Indeed, these women embodied the beauty standards of their time. There were so there were also much much more than their appearance. Esma al Dalwala was also a proud daughter of, of Esau, who hosted his important guest. Ta Ala Satnatne was a woman who also, who had potent things to say about feminism and Persian society ahead of her time. Viral posts like Princess Gohar one one may be amusing and and easy to share, but but there's more, much more than that meets the eye. And while it's easy to scroll quickly through social media, sometimes it's definitely worth seeking out the whole story. For sure, I think it's it's a very interesting conversation that of beauty standards and how um, they've changed throughout the years, even just like gender norms and all sorts of standards, how they've evolved. Like, did you know that pink used to be the boy color and blue used to be the girl color? No, I did not know that. In like, I think the early 1900s, that's what it was. It was pink for boys, blue for girls, which it's so interesting because it's in a complete 180. Obviously, now pink is the girl color and boy is blue. Yep. And it's just how different influences and how different things change culture completely. Um, I know dresses used to be more of a gender neutral garment men used to wear dresses girls used to wear dresses mm -hmm. it was just something you wear especially babies i remember i know boys baby boys used to be put in dresses for pictures and that's just it was just the norm back then nobody thought twice of it you know yep and it's the same thing for beauty standards beauty standards have changed just in like just eurocentric beauty standards have changed drastically um, if you think about the early 2000s, like the skinnier and the beauty standards are almost always targeted at women. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying they aren't targeted at men. Yeah. Um, there's men definitely have certain standards that society imposes on them. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's women. Yep. Um, in the early 2000s, it was the skinnier you are, the prettier you are pretty much, you know, like the very, very skinny, um, bony look was always what everybody wanted. And uh, growing up and living through that time is pretty damaging for <laughs> a lot of little girls and a lot of little boys too, I bet. I bet. Mm -hmm. But I can only speak for the female yeah. side of the population. Um, not all of them, but you know what I'm saying. Yep. I digress. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and then we get into the 2010s and it's like the big, very uh, shaped eyebrows yep. um, that don't look like real hair, mm -hmm. you know? And nude lipstick was a big thing in 2010. And, you know, we enter Kardashians. 
and you know everyone wants that hourglass figure now like yeah. that was unheard of in the 2000s so it's just it's very interesting how drastically um beauty standards change i wish mustaches for women were still exp- uh, like accepted in today's society that would make my life a lot easier i have a lot less waxing to do <laughs> oh man you got another one nope perfect that was a great story jordan i enjoyed that very much don't believe what you see on the internet don't even believe what we tell you make up your own mind do your own thing we're just two kids we don't really know what we're talking about no. right jordan All right we can only do so much research basically <laughs> Oh, my hip just popped so hard. Did you hear it? No. Felt good, though. Okay, one second. Let me pull up my laptop. All right. So, so, so this week's, this week's theme is, is Reddit. Ask, aka ask, ask Reddit. So, so we just theme we decided instead of, instead of doing H, A T R A. Am I the a-hole? Yep. I do have one of those in case we need it, but I don't think, I don't think we'll need it. Yep. So instead, instead of doing, we, we have, doing the rehash of that. We decided to do as ask Reddit since since Reddit Reddit has become very popular. Is this a day and age with people posting conspiracy theories? Yeah, Reddit's really fun because it's like there's just this untapped population of people that are funny. Like people say some funny stuff. Like oh yeah, <laughs> people are hilarious. I sometimes I just love humans. Very very small small percentage of the time I like all humans. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Ask Reddit is basically where people go to ask questions to giant populations. Some of them blow up and get really, really big. Like some questions are like, what's your favorite hair color, for example? And people will answer. And it's just a fun way to interact with people all around the globe. Oh, yeah. Some would go there for dating advice, relationship mm-hmm. advice, mm-hmm. love life, you name it. Anything. Yeah. Life advice in general. Yeah. So for the, f- so the first topic, this I. Just I talk was ask first one's ask Reddit, what are free things online everyone should take advantage of? And looking through looking through that thread, I found a lot of lot of interesting things. I bet. And the first one I found was was this psycho was this psychology website called called NobleProject.com, which is which is a website that offers offers free psych, free psychology information that offers sometimes some free courses. As well as some outlines about different areas of psychology. Interesting. And I decided to look it up, and it's pretty interesting. And currently, right now, I'm reading this topic on positive psychology, which is basically like a brief history on positive psychology movement, which is being presented within key themes, which is like key themes about positive psychology. Mm-hmm. And after looking through it, it's it's pretty good as as it talks about three 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 important positive topics, which are gratitude, forgiveness, and humility. And which also inf- also involves key t- ten key findings within the field of positive psychology that are p- that are put forth, and most important uh, and most important thing of of empirical findings regarding gratitude, forgiveness, and humility, which are also discussed. And this is just one course, one course, and this course has like abstractions, learning objectives, introduction, of course, the three key strengths, outside resources. Discussion questions, vocabulary, references, authors, and creative commons license. So it's just, it's just like very interesting as currently mm-hmm. I'm still reading through it. And I like that course, actually, Positive Psychology. Yeah, for sure. So it's not just like fun and games either. You can learn a lot. Oh, yeah. For and sure. And there's like different topics. It's not just Positive Psychology. Mm-hmm. It's also like why science conducting psychology research into the real world 
real world history of psychology, psychological methods in neuroscience, and so on and so forth. Like, like just you can just go on no, go on NovaProject.com, and and there's basically like like a bunch of free courses. You can look through it. Some have personality, some have social well-being, psycholo- psychology of science, and so on and so forth. So if you like psychology and interested in learning more about it, go to NovaProject.com. Nice. So I definitely did not go the educational route. Mm-hmm. I picked the ones I thought would be the funniest. Yep. <laughs> so Jordan, what's your most controversial food opinion? You ever tried pickles and peanut butter? Nope. It's actually kind of fire. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's like a texture thing for me more than an actual taste thing. Yep. I don't know. I I like it. That'd probably be my most controversial. I really, I like all food. Honestly, hmm. I'm not picky at all. There's not many things I won't eat. And if it, even if I don't like it, I can still make myself eat it. Like I have a friend who gags every time she eats something she doesn't like. Her body like doesn't let her eat it. But, according to some people on the internet, this person says, Frosting is way too sweet. It's disgusting. My mouth cannot handle that crappy buttercream yellow cake. My tongue spazzes. I, I'm not a big fan of frosting either. I mean, I'll eat it. Like I said, I'm, there's not many things I won't eat. I'll eat it. But I'm going to scrape it off. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to scrape it off and just go for the cake. What, do you like frosting? On some things. On some things? Yeah. I like certain frostings. I like the glazes. You know? Yeah. That like like a glazed donut. I like when cakes are glazed like that. I feel like that's really yummy. This person doesn't like chili without beans. Which I mean I like chili with or without beans. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like chili? What kind of chili are you talking about? Just like like beef. a chicken or the one that dash goes into pinto pinto beans. Just pinto beans. Just the just the basicest basic chili. Just you gotta go actual chili. Actual chili? Yeah, like red chili, green chili. Oh. Red chili? Sure. Do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it with beans mm-hmm. and without beans. Oh. I like beans. Flavor spice packages are not cheating. I don't think it's cheating either. I, I'm i not the type of uppity, like person. I'm sure, like, to a four-star che- chef, watching people put flavor packs in things is frustrating because like the chef is like experienced in, in that stuff but i don't think it's cheating do you think it's cheating depends depends on what you're making yep food texture is just as if not more important than taste hmm. i've never been a big texture person i don't really care yeah um i like people usually don't like textures with tomatoes or mushrooms do you like tomatoes or mushrooms uh, not really mushrooms. Not really much of a mushroom guy. Mm. See, I like both of them. I don't care at all about uh, either one of them. Like, I'll eat it. Yeah. If you put it on my plate, I'm going to eat it. I'll even, I can eat a tomato like an apple. And really? my boyfriend hates tomatoes. It grosses him out so bad. I could eat a whole one easy. Give me some everything but the bagel seasoning. Mm-hmm. Don't have to worry about me. Ooh. Do you like avocados? Oh, yeah. I do, too. I could see how that could be a texture issue, though, with people. Because they're kind of slimy. Yeah. So, second one is, Anthony Bourdain once said, there's a guy in my head and all he wants to do is lay in bed all day, smoke pot, and watch old movies and cartoons. My life is a series of, sh- of strange, strange gems to, to avoid and outwit that guy. 
who is that quote unquote one guy for you and what do you do to avoid him? And the top and the best comment for this this is is from Reddit. I hate mornings, I don't like waking up, I do not like breakfast as as a genre genre or activity and I don't see a reason reason to be anywhere before ten AM. I, w I started forcing myself to wake up early and go to the gym before work, and I hate it so much, but it makes me feel so goddamn good. Good all day. It's it's a it's a poop poop healthy dose of uh, morning ep endorphins that stops me from getting sleepy after lunch, keeps me energized after work, and and get a better night's sleep. It sucks so much that it sucks even more. That that improves every aspect of my life, because it, if because now if I if I stop, I don't. I don't. I know. I'll just start having poopy bad days again. Uh, again, it'll be my dumb, a lazy fault with a simple fix. I relate to that for sure. But the thing is, I love mornings. I love waking up early. I love breakfast. Breakfast is my favorite meal. I guess. Hmm. The person I'm trying to avoid is the side of me that is extraordinarily lazy. Mm -hmm. Um, the side of me that will sit around all day and do absolutely nothing but eat and watch Netflix. Yep. And she's in there. I know she is because I have to fight her every single day. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of you out there feel the exact same way. Like some days I let her win and mm -hmm. some days I just do nothing. Yep. But most days I can't do that. Like I physically can't. Like the things in my life won't allow me to mm -hmm. do that, which is good. Which well, is good. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, I'd say my has got to be procrastination. Ah, uh, yeah, I've just recently figured out how to stop procrastinating. Recently, as in last semester. Yep. Do you want to know my secret? Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, oh, there's nothing, there's no hacks to procrastination, nothing. You just got to do it. You just got to sit down, maybe get some friends together. If you're procrastinating homework, Nomi mm -hmm. and I talked about this, like you need to just get some friends together and just do it. Because once, well, once you get into the habit of just doing your homework, like, a couple days before it's due, you realize how nice it is. Oh, how yeah. how worth it it is. It's 100% worth it. To not have to worry about that, mm -hmm. it's great. So, yeah. I uh, That's my advice if you're a procrastinator is just do it. It's hilarious that you read my mind right there. Yep. <laughs> okay. And another, another comment I found interesting is that that guy who wants to settle anything out of fear for of nothing better coming later that guy is okay with with the dead-end job the, the abusive relationships and no master's degree i thought that guy is never never gotten me anywhere it's a definition of quote-unquote stuck and i have no intention of being stuck anymore i feel that i feel like there's part of me i want to be a lawyer but i feel like there's part of me that wants to just get married young move to a house in the middle of nowhere white picket fence be a stay-at-home mom like a bunch of babies and just I like that to be my life. It'd be so simple, uh -huh. you know, but I really feel like I'd be cheating myself and not, not no offense to anybody who does do that. I'm jealous of you. Yep. <laughs> I physically like can't allow myself to do that, mm -hmm. but I understand what that person's saying. Oh yeah. Okay. Jordan, a killer asks, asks you, what are your last words? And you respond with what? And? This person says, F you and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably say something dumb like that, too. Actually, I would probably just crap myself, and that would be my last words. Yep. Um, 
this person says, this is a song that doesn't end. And then starts singing, hoping he lets me finish. Yeah. Because it never ends. Mm. Um, this person says, tell your mom it was worth it. Which is kind of dark. Hmm. Hold this wire while I turn the light on. I want to see your face when I respond. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's so bad. This person says, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. This person says, this is not the first time we've had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my wife I hid the 50 million where no one will ever find it. And then someone commented, responded, and said, but you don't have a wife. Oh. <laughs> find me a wife and tell her I... <laughs> <laughs> if you kill me, your mom's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I probably curse you the whole time. This person says, bazinga. <laughs> yep. Just dumb shit. Dumb stuff. Excuse me. Yeah, we just definitely put it on, on the episode. This person says, call an ambulance, <laughs> but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> like the TikTok sounds. Yeah. Um, this person says, see you in hell, which, I mean, yep. yeah, if you kill someone. But who determines if I should go to hell? Like, actually. Like, you know. know how, like, some people say, like, if you, s- if you listen to Pacific Music, they say, you go in hell. Or if you say, this, mm-hmm. you go in hell, like, like how do how do they know you're going as you're going to hell, like they get like they God just like go come down back go to a person well, oh yeah by the way I want you I want you to tell that person that he's going to hell supposedly yeah like supposedly that's exactly what they say happened yeah but that's a topic for another episode yeah. I I'm down to talk about theories of the universe with you yep. Jordan I am very much open minded in that aspect so maybe we should change one of these to talking about yep. theories of the universe because yep. have you ever heard of the egg theory somewhat. That's my uh, that's my favorite. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be for a future episode. Mm-hmm. Do you have another one or no? Yep. If if Steve Steve Irwin ha- has you pinned down in a headlock, what cool facts does he tell tell the audience about you and your habitat? The first first comments, Oi, look at this fella. He he's of hairy hairless variety. Rare and silk smooth to the touch. He actually likes when you rub his head. Look at his leg going. Oh, my God. That's the funniest question I've ever heard. And the response is, got a good laugh. Imagining Steve Irwin giving giving scratches to a bald man <laughs> on his head. And thanks, mate. And another comments, comments, wow, get a load of this, Sheila. I can imagine this one spending all of her free time sleeping in her little hidey hole. Only coming out five times a week. Uh, she's spending hours on at a place where she probably regrets being at the first place. And she'll do this most weeks of her li- life all the way until she dies. The one bi- one pretty big for a female, female too, bigger than the average ma- males. Actually, don't think that gives any luck during the mating season, lives in Australian. R.I.P. Steve Irwin. Another one. Another one. I don't care he cost me a butt, and I really need to hear it. Oi, now now looky here. Notice how he seems almost entirely apathetic to the attack. That's because he spends almost every waking mo- moment pretending not to be bothered by the current situation he is in, despite the fact that he is incredibly irritated. To him, this is just another Monday morning staff meeting. He, sh- he is truly a gorgeous example of mental endurance. <laughs> mental endurance. Mine would be like, Crikey! <laughs> Um, something about how I eat a lot and how I like my back rubbed. <laughs> I'm a simple gal, really. Yep. Like, this one eats six times a day. Mm-hmm. She eats more food than 
the average walrus. I don't know. That would be mine. What would yours be? Like, well, well, this person likes to live and likes to re- He doesn't really care about what's going on. What's going on around him? He's just pretty much chill. I have him in a headlock. And have him in a headlock? Yep. And he's just basically laying there like, eh. Just, just letting it happen. Yep. Not surprised <laughs> or anything. Chill. Yep, just chilling. Yeah. Mine would be like, this one's feisty. All you got to do is rub her back. And then she kills down. That was my absolutely terrible Australian accent. I could do better. I was just not warmed up. And last one for the comment. Last one for this threat. This little fella looks upset, but he actually creates the physical contact. Same. <laughs> oh, okay, Jordan. If what? suddenly all humans lost the ability to sneeze, how long do you would think it would take before we noticed? Probably like a year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would probably never notice if just me simultaneously one day lost the ability to sneeze. I probably would never think about it. But all of humanity, we'd probably figure it out sooner or later. Mm -hmm. This person's very literal. They say probably once people start dying either due to anaphylaxis or viruses, we weren't able to expel. Which, fair point, fair point. That's why we sneeze is to get rid of stuff in our nose. Someone says, this is the deepest curse word I've read all day. I'm perplexed by this. Should we, would we even realize? I can't remember the last time someone sneezed. Could it have happened already? When did I last sneeze? (laughs) (laughs) Until spring or something, people with allergies literally have a field day. Fair enough. Yeah, allergy season would be the giveaway. Yeah. We have to lose it in like either summer or winter. No, I probably got started in the winter, and yeah. then, no, they probably know it's in the winter. That's why if they get sick, uh-huh. like, you know how we get rid of nose after being, after getting, like, a cold. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure, like, they'll notice, yeah. notice that they're not sneezing. Mm-hmm. That's such a great question. <laughs> That's so specific and vague at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do you have another one? Yep. And probably for my last one, which legendary Reddit post slash comment can you still not get over? And there, and there's this one post on r slash awe of a gorilla using using sign language to tell people not to feed it or or something to that effect. To this day, I still laugh when I think about a comment that said, "It's a shame there's so many deaf uh, gorillas." Deaf gorillas. Yep. Yeah. So people just think about things differently than others. And another one that time. That time, a person on r slash Formula One asked, "If you could eliminate a race within within the year, which would it be and why? Which isn't rather bad when taken out of context, especially in r r slash all." Yeah, I mean, there have been people who've tried to do that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm laughing because it makes me nervous, not because it's funny. And then there's another one. Someone, someone. Someone in r slash homeowners trying to get rid of ants in their house. Tons of comments. One fellow Redditor suggested maybe there were no ants and that there were halluc- hallucinations due to carbon monoxide poisoning. OP had his house tested and turns out there there were in fact no ants and he he was just hallucinating them due to the carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh my god, that's terrible. 
I have ants in my apartment, and they're really freaking annoying. Um, what works really well is lemon oil, actually, because we have a crack in our foundation. Mm -hmm. So they get in, not from the outside, but through the crack. And, yeah, the, it, the crack's, like, right in our pantry, too. Ooh. So, yeah, it's very gross. And, yeah, lemon oil. Lemon oil works fairly good. Lemon and peppermint essential oils. Ooh. They're just kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. But they're good for because they smell for a long time, and mm -hmm. the ants don't like them. So. Oh. Pro tip for dealing with ants. Yep. Or carbon monoxide poisoning. Yep. So if you're hallucinating, make sure it's not carbonite poisoning. Carbonite monoxide poisoning. Yes. And last com, and last comment from this from this subreddit, I believe believe when believe I saw it on Reddit and IT IT tech related post. Guy starts a new job as a system admin. No other IT at the place. Previous admin have been there for just about effing forever and left some documentation, but not not enough to make the make the job easy. The guy finds a note from the previous tech with a few mis miscellaneous tips and and they says if there is a critical critical emergency and and everything else has failed there's a box in the server room right behind the switch open only as rat last resort guy is there for a few years metaphorically fires and gets fixed he learns the tricks of the place but one day the server doesn't boot tries everything can't get it to work all the fires are there the company can't function actual fires are about to start Guy freaks out, remembers the emergency box, and figures now should be an emergency, and figures out, figures out maybe the guy left access info to offsite backups or tape drives or some sort of disaster recovery and goes into your server room. Behind the switch is a box, pulls out, opens, and finds a bottle of tequila. Oh my gosh. That sounds like what happened to me when I took this job. <laughs> Obviously to not that extent, and I didn't even get any tequila out of it, but that's funny. <laughs> They're like, in case of emergency, break glass. <laughs> yep. But this time, remove the box, box bottom tequila. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need. You'll be good from now on. Yep. Okay, Jordan, this is my last one. All right. What's never okay to bring to a funeral? Asking them to subscribe to your podcast, follow you on your podcast <laughs> as well. <laughs> we shouldn't interview people at funerals, you're saying? Oh, yeah, basically. Back. Dang it. That was my idea for the next episode. Dang. Just kidding. <laughs> this person says popcorn. And then someone commented and said, I really thought this would be top answer, especially if it's a cremation and you bring unpopped popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so messed up. This person says the corpse from another funeral. Huh. Which, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A black cloak and a scythe, like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> yep. The scythe is the thing that the Grim Reaper holds. Ooh. That would be That would be funny. A date. Of course. <laughs> that would not be good. Party poppers. People are so creative. I, I didn't think of anything when I was trying to think of it. Mm -hmm. Divorce papers. A knife and a fork. Yep. A knife and a fork. <laughs> <laughs> a little apron and a knife and a fork. Oh, my God. That's terrible. I just put some seasoning with it, too, if you're yeah, going to do that. Yeah, some uh, <laughs> adobo. Yep. This person says, uh, Cards Against Humanity, which, yeah, probably wouldn't be the best thing to play at a funeral. Oh, yeah, why not? The Dead Guy's Mistress. And then someone says, oh, these ones bring themselves. Yep. <laughs> a trombone. Yeah, probably wouldn't be very necessary. 
These are funny. I can't say that because they're inappropriate. Damn. A magician clown. Magician clown? Clown? Mm-hmm. Huh. You shouldn't do that, apparently. A pinata full of bees would probably be bad. This person says strippers. And then someone commented, but what if the deceased was a stripper? You got to bring along the rest of the gang to say goodbye to their fellow stripper friend. Yep. Which they do have a point. And then someone commented, you didn't attend Hugh Hefner's funeral? I didn't get invited either. Damn. <laughs> that is a roast. Headphones? Yeah, probably be bad. A kazoo? Yeah, I don't think you would uh, need a kazoo. Confetti? Probably not good. People keep saying... um, a date? Yeah. If you go on a first date with someone and they bring you to, like, a funeral. Oh, my God. A get well what? soon card. <laughs> no. No. That's really bad. A meat thermometer? Damn. Like, you know the ones they put yeah. in chicken? Oh, my God. That's so messed up. This one person says, a date. Dot, dot, dot. Found that one out the hard way. Damn. A DJ? Everyone keeps saying a date. Mm-hmm. Another dead body. A keg. Doritos. Okay. The murder weapon. Oh, yeah. Why <laughs> probably not? Would be very good. My favorite one is probably a fork and a knife. I think that's funny. That's just the type of humor I have, though. I apologize if you find that offensive in any way. It's obviously a joke. Get yeah. over it. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. I think that's all we have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, uh, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Facebook for more updates. And we will see you next week. And to, di- to end this episode is is a wise man joke. A wise man joke. A, w- a wise man once sat in the audience and cracked a joke. All laughed like crazy. After a moment, he cracked the same joke again, and little little less people laughed at this time. He cracked the same joke again and again. When there was no laughter in the crowd, he smiled and said, When you can't laugh on on the same joke again and again, then why do you keep crying over the same thing over and over? Learn to move on. Cheers and have a great day. (laughs) 